So the big question I want to ask is this. What do you believe health and physical education teachers in schools like me should accomplish and how can you do it in an online world if you're a teacher or a parent? Whether you're the parent or the PE teacher or school leader or anyone involved in the raising of our children, how should children turn out when it comes to their physical health when they leave school and enter their adult years? And more importantly, in today's world, how do you begin to teach this online? What content do you use? How do you assess kids' work online? What platform should you do? How do you upload? What's hard? What's easy? Where do you get the content? Importantly, how do you make the shift? What should our children know and what should our children be able to do and how responsible are we for their personal physical health status? These are the questions I've spent the past 32 years in schools teaching health and physical education in the past eight years consulting and gathering the world's best experts in the following disciplines cardiology medicine public health childhood physical activity research exercise physiology pedagogy cognitive neuroscience applied exercise science sensor technology physical education metabolic disease and heaps more i've also spent 22 years of this teaching it online in one way or another Today, that's gone up significantly. Today, I teach totally online and my students are loving it. This is the Expert Secrets Roadmap Radio Show. My name is Shane Stubbs and with the help of my PhD guests, we will answer the questions which raise the physical health destiny of all school-age children around the world. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the radio show. It's still morning in Australia. Might not be when you're listening to this somewhere around the world. I can't even remember how many countries we're up to, maybe 18 or 19, and it's over 80 different cities right now. Okay, I hope I got your attention with the title of today's radio show. Stop, rest up, I will teach your students online for today, and I'll get them physically active. Let's get down into that part of how we do that online. Plus, I'm going to give you two more learning hacks. Hack number one, how to set up assessment tasks, mark them and return them all online so that only your individual student can see them, not everybody. And a really simple one that's short and easy to do, but how to set a due date for each lesson that you create that's a theory lesson or a practical lesson. So we're going to do both of those today. So why don't I walk you through verbally hack number one, Google Classroom hack number one, or online learning hack number one, for setting assessment tasks, marking them, and returning them all online. Okay, I'll take a theory-based assessment first of all. When I say that, let's just use an example that I use in class. My son, who's in the fifth grade, is homeschooling today. Not more than five minutes ago, he was doing a comprehension task. So he's reading a book about World War I, and he asked me this, one of the questions that the teachers proposed to him is, what is no man's land? And my son was reading chapter seven of this particular book, and he didn't know what no man's land was. So we had a bit of a discussion about it, and then he was able to write his answer on a Google Doc. Now, as a teacher, when I'm teaching online, I wanna be able to, I've got, say, 25 students in one class, I want to be able to see all of their work. So here is simply what you do. 
and you'll see this on the video in the free radio show notes and you, the website links in there if you've not been to the radio show before there's a link inside the show notes it'll take you to the web page and you'll see the video of what I'm explaining here in the radio show so if you can't follow along go straight to the video so what happens is my son writes there's 10 questions here that are comprehension questions he writes the answers to them on his Google Doc and there's a button on his Google Doc that says submit he simply clicks this blue button and then I get a notification in fact I'm kind of technoed up to the yin-yang I get a notification on my watch or my phone that says such and such a student has just submitted such and such a task so then I know that that's been done then what ends up happening is I go back into where the notes are in that particular lesson and I can see there's two numbers in I love this about Google Classroom there's two numbers the two numbers say assigned and submitted well what happens is one number shows me I straight away as soon as I look at that lesson or that assessment task it might be a comprehension where I'm going to give them a mark out of 10 for how many questions they get right and the quality of their work as soon as I see that number I can go 18 students handed it in and seven students have still yet to hand it in I can actually send a message to those seven students say hey the work is due today can you please hand it in or get this Google Classroom sends them a reminder notification the day before to say that their work is due. I don't even have to do it. So then what happens is I see all the workers handed in. There might be 25 out of 25 students have handed their work in. Someone might not have because they're sick. I can go into that student's document where it says submitted, open up their document online, and I can start typing my feedback into their document then once I'm happy with that written feedback I can then press return and it returns it to them tomorrow's radio show I'm going to show you how you can give audio feedback on their document or their piece of work that they've done but today is written feedback now remember feedback is one of the most important things in teaching so I simply write it on there hit return and then I go to the next student write it on there oh I mark it out of 10 and I tell them why they got what this is what I do I tell them why they got what marks they did based on the assessment criteria and I might give them 8 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 and then I make a comment as to why that was that's a typical thing in teaching say on an essay or a comprehension task or any of those types of things that we might have to do with the theory of physical education and health so then I hit the return button and that student's got their marks and comments. I simply go through and do that for 28 different students. Now, I only have, where I teach, I only have one major assessment task per school semester that is a mark out of 10 or 20 that's written. So I'm not doing this all the time. That's important for you to understand. But it is really simple. And I've been, as I said, for three years now, collecting their work through Google Classroom marking these major written assessment tasks and sending it back to them okay here is the second online learning hack that I like to do and it works really well with my students and that is giving them a set due date on a piece of work it doesn't matter what work it is and in a minute I'll show you how I do this with 
practical lessons, like physical activity lessons, when students are at home, I still set them a deadline and a due date. Okay, once again, there's a video of this in the free radio show website, where if you're here for the first time, you can click on the link in the show notes to get to the radio show page. But here's the hack. I go into Google Classroom, and up on the right-hand side, as you're looking at the screen, you'll see about halfway down a button that says due date. Here's what I like to do. You can use your own practice because you're the teacher of the class. I might set a piece of work today that they need to do today because it's today's lesson. However, they may get distracted. Something may happen at home if they're online learning, uh, even if they're at school and they're doing it in my classroom online, then something may happen where they don't get the work quite finished. I like to set about three days after the lesson was done that it is due. So if you were away sick or on an excursion, whatever it might be, you've got time to do it. Usually three to five days. And then, so it might be today's date is, I think it's March 31st, um, depending on when you're listening to this, 2020. I might set it for April the 5th. And I say, that's the due date. Now, I click that as the due date, and then the students will see that in the class notes. It's that simple. Also, I teach my students that in the drop-down menu, there's a Google Calendar that will show them what when work is due that you have set as a teacher. Because it once you post the lesson, it automatically sets it into their Google Calendar. And then one more thing I do to make sure that my students' work is being done on time or as close to on time as possible, I get my students, this is a big Google Classroom hack, I get my students to download the free Google app, a Google Classroom app onto their mobile device, their tablet or their mobile phone. Here's the really cool thing, and I said this earlier. What happens is when you set the due date, it will give your students, the whole class, an automatic notification that such and such a piece of work was due. I really love that. It's effective, it works, I've been using it for years and I'm training my new classes at the start of this year before we all went into lockdown. And before we went into lockdown, which was about a couple of weeks ago, a week or so ago in Australia, then they were already trained on how to do that. And that'll be in the video for you to watch on the radio show website notes. All right, here is quite possibly the biggest question that I'm getting right now is, How do you teach students to be physically active whilst they're at home and how do you monitor that because it's not like a normal PE class where they are in front of you, okay? So, I have come up with an ingenious invention that does this so beautifully. Okay, let's take a little backtrack to yesterday's radio show episode. I mentioned something called your Active Heart Fitness Score. Now, I've also created a radio show episode back early on in February called The Magical Way. The six steps of how I teach students, the exact six steps of how I teach students to learn the concept of active heart fitness score and something called intensity blocks. When students are at home, I'm less interested in them playing a sport or a game because they can't and I'm more interested in them being physically active Now, this is the critical point that I want every PE teacher or parent to understand. Physically active enough with the exercise that they're doing, they like it, number one, and number two, it will cause an impact 
in improving their most important health biometric, their active heart fitness score. If you want to find out why it's the most important health biometric, go back to yesterday's radio show. Here's the critical thing in teaching at home. I teach students active heart fitness score and I teach them something called intensity blocks and then I teach them to get onto YouTube or some kind of video which will fulfill the requirements of this thing called intensity blocks. I don't mind what physical activity you do as a student at home. What's important is the impact. Remember that word. If you follow my work and you know that I'm a lover of the professor laureate professor John Hattie, his key statement, position statement is called know thy impact. Just doing physical activity is not enough at all because you don't know and the student doesn't know if that physical activity is having impact. So here's what I'm going to do and I said it in the title of this today's radio show. I'm going to teach your students how to be physically active today. You can send them the link to the part two of today's radio show called Active Heart Fitness Scores and Intensity Blocks. How to be physically active at home in the shortest amount of possible time and still be healthy. That's what students want to be able to do and that's what parents want to be able to do. So here's how we're going to do it. Send your students the link for part two of today's radio show. I will teach them and walk them through in a very short period of time on that radio show episode, like I'm talking just a couple of minutes, I'll walk them through active heart fitness scores, intensity blocks, and what they can do at home to get the intensity blocks in. You need to listen to that part two of the radio show, but if you just send them that link, that will get them started on the process. In tomorrow's radio show, I will build on today's episode by showing you how you can get to see their information of whether or not they did the intensity blocks. Now, that's a little bit more of an advanced technique, not overly advanced, still relatively simple, but I want you as a PE teacher to be able to, how can you verify, how can you see online the physical activity that they're doing at home without complicated things like taking a video and uploading it and that's not the way to do it. So tomorrow's episode will all be about how do I find out if my students have been completing their physical activity at home and get evidence of this. That's a really cool, fun episode that I'm going to put on tomorrow's radio show. But for now, all you have to worry about is get the next, the short radio show episode, part two of this one, and send that to your students online and let them listen to that and follow the instructions on that episode. That's all for now. There's two videos in the radio show notes in the link to the uh, uh, link on the website, radio show webpage. Go to those, look at those when you're ready, and go and listen to part two of today and send that out to your students. Talk to you soon. Bye, everyone.